Welcome to Deceptively Clever, a history podcast that's casual about the truth. I'm Justin, John's on the line, and we're about to do an object. There will be two true statements, one complete lie, and we keep score. It's currently 5-3 to me, and I'm going to continue saying it like that until it doesn't rhyme anymore. (laughs) How are you, John? I'm alright. How are you? So good. Definitely not having enormous technical difficulties, which have put a real dampener on the mood at all. Which I'm always happy to not have technical problems. We're not close to an hour later than we intended, but that's okay. <laughs> no, no, we haven't both just lost 48 minutes of our lives that we'll never ever get back. Not at all. However, for me, it's now quarter to ten in the morning, so I've still got the whole day ahead of me, whereas get putting it just later and later for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that it is getting later and later, yes. You're right, it's getting further and further away from the last time I was asleep. What time exactly. is it? Exactly, it's been so long that I can now put the blinds back up in the office because the sun is well and truly past the horizon. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, have you got an intro for us, John? You can definitely say no if you don't. An intro? Like if you've got a, an anecdote. An anecdote, something interesting. Um, considering not, that I'm currently in yep. lockdown... And every day is the same. Not really. Sure. Are you able to open Instagram on your phone? Yeah, I can. Yeah, instead of going directly to the at Deceptively Clever Instagram, which I know is what you usually do in Instagram, can you go into your personal account, open up the search field, and tap on the search field, and let's see what Instagram thinks you're probably interested in right now. Boxing drills. Boxing drills. When was the last time, John, you needed to know more about boxing drills? The second one it comes up with is boxing motivation. Okay, you feel a bit flat? I've never done any how, boxing. How are you on the speed bag? Oh, the amount of days I've spent on the speed bag. Car servicing. These are all non-applicable. I can't drive. I can't drive on I've never boxed. There you I go. think you should be proud. The, the algorithm knows nothing about you. It is, it is arguably less worrying than when it came up with day drinking, though, so that's all right. What's your suggested search? Uh, never, we've never talked about this, but it annoys me to no end. Hello to everyone who thinks I'm too grumpy as it is. Um, it annoys me to no end that the English and pr- presumably the Scottish, I don't know, have a term for day drinking. As an Australian, it's just drinking. It doesn't, time of day is not relevant. It, the people in England say it like it's some special naughty thing. I'm going day drinking. What do you mean? It means you've set aside a day where you're just going to drink all day. Usually as opposed when it's to sunny outside. any other sort of drinking. Yeah, but any other sort of drinking, it tends to be... Day drinking is like, that's your activity. You're drinking for the day. Yeah, if you're drinking in the daytime, of course it's your only activity. You're drinking. Unless you're playing golf. Um, no, because you, think... you, can, you can have a drink with something else. But this is like, day drinking is the activity. It makes yeah. me sound like an alcoholic. It doesn't firstly need to be a term, but it definitely doesn't need to be said with the level of thrill that people there say it with. I don't like it. <laughs> Never have. You're just grumpy. Shut up. What's your suggested search on Instagram? Oh, okay, sure, let's do that. Uh, I think what was established in yours is there's no pattern, so if I click on it, morning walks <laughs> again. So oh, that's nice. It just knows about me. It's amazing that we get consistent answers. So there is natural wine. That's the thing I do. Uh, it knows something. Oat milk! Four in. Here we are. Oat is the future. Let's get oh, that to number one, so people. Terrible. Road Trip Australia? Recipe inspiration. I feel validated as a human. And I can't say that about Instagram very often at all. Okay, I really like when you tell me why 
you've chosen a particular object. So I've been a little bit worried about you. We've done a couple of couple of episodes now, quite a few episodes without touching on sport at all. Oh, thank God. And Is it boxing? It's not boxing, no. That would have been good. And one of my other favourite people in the world, aside from you, is Michaela, who is Canadian. And I only know of a couple of things that unite Scotland and Canada, other than the fact that a bunch of settlers went over there. Exactly. We're going to do curling. We're also going to do areas of history that you are far better versed in than I. So my gift to you will be the point that you get out of this episode. Because it's so straightforward, you cannot mess this up. Uh, the only thing that might possibly upset you a little bit is... I'm going to tell you what the object is, and then we're going to very quickly forget about the object because it's barely relevant to anything. How does that so sound? This, 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 isn't, this is like my ideal episode, where the object is used to just completely enter a different area, of a completely different tangent. It's about sport, yep. and it's about a weird sport that is great. Yep. I love curling. It's so entertaining to watch. I also love it. Um, However, I don't think I understood it's... the nuance of it for a long time. It took a lot of watching to, to understand it. Which it's I one only of those really... sports yeah. that you only care about every four years because it's in the Winter Olympics. When I love the Winter Olympics because you get really enthusiastic about sports that you'll never watch until the next Winter Olympics. And I don't like get enthusiastic little... about any of them. I think they're all just pursuits for rich people and all i would like to do is stay in the log cabin and read books while everyone else goes skiing i feel like not all of them are are they i don't know i don't think ice hockey is uh curling actually is well known for being incredibly accessible which makes sense you only really need a pair of shoes and you can just share all the other equipment also depends what country you're from Hmm. because i'm assuming that in snowier countries things like um what's it called it's like the the long distance skiing. Oh yeah. I feel like it's got a proper. I feel like that's cross like. Con- I think it's called cross. Cross country skiing. Oh, that's the one yep. I was thinking. Of. I feel like that's probably more accessible in other countries as well. It is very accessible. In fact, it's a transportation method. Yeah. Although then you've got things like shooting. I think it's just if you're from if you're from a, a relatively think... warm or snow free country and you are excellent at these sports, it suggests that you've got some. <laughs> I some I don't limits. think anyone's downhill skiing casually i think that's a <laughs> that's um, true yeah that's a leisure activity <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and so all i've established here is that you know far too much about this topic for me to try and lie about and so that's the end of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah so never mind um no no we'll forge ahead because i think it's interesting do oh, sure. you sure will. do you, oh, i'll give you the object to put into your search engine even though we don't need it um is it ready? It is ready. I think the keywords best to type in are world's oldest curling stone. Don't scroll at all because I'm pretty sure most of the things get ruined. Oh, and let me know what you can see when you can see it. I'm assuming it's the sort of more squarish one. It's a stone with some engravings on it. It says St. James B. Is that for Bible? Sterling, 1511. Yep. I'm assuming that's what the JS stands for, St. James. It's only just occurred to me that James V was reigning during 511. Um, anyway, this is was the it? oldest it known... Was it? Yeah, 6 came, six came oh, yeah, next. I think I'm thinking, yeah. Um, oldest known curling artefact. 
it's the best indication we've got of when curling was started. You're probably looking at a rock that's got a little hole in it that could be a handle. Do you know how curling works such that you would like to explain it to the audience or shall I give it a go? I could give it a go. Okay. Curling is basic sports where each team has... I mean, I'll do a very basic version. I'm sure you've got more nuanced rules. But curling is a very basic sport where you have certain amount of stones each. <laughs> I don't even know how many stones each. You have eight per team, teams of four. Eight per team, teams of four. And the aim is to get the stones closest to the middle of a target on the other side of the ice. So you slide them across ice. And obviously there's certain rules as to where you can release them from. And you can't interact with the stone once you've left it, except for brushing in front of the stone, which can change the way the ice is in front of it so that it can either go faster or slower or various kinds. But then the aim is to get as close to the centre of this target as possible. Once you've done one, you can then, it's your opponent's um, chance to knock yours away or get closer. So very sort of simple idea, but lots of nuance to the rules and tactics. Yes. Uh, that, that was Anything else to that was n- no that described it relatively well for a person who's watched it um we'll see how it goes for other people but yeah yeah basically you it's also slide like off from a it's, it's exactly like bowls if you've seen bowls um you already know how this works except instead of having a jack ball you have as you stated a target it's called the house center or the button colloquially you, yeah, basically you hold onto a rock, you push off a block as you're sliding, you let go, you can make it spin, and two of your lovely friends use brooms to sweep the ice in order to control where it's going to go. The professionals who do this are incredibly amazing to watch. Probably when this 1511 stone was being used, there was a little bit less control and probably a little bit less skill. Um, so this stone was found... In Stirling, in Scotland. Is that a place, John? <laughs> that is a place, yeah. Yeah, so they found it there. It's called the Stirling Stone. There's almost nothing written about it anywhere, and I mean anywhere. But it is kept in the, I think it's the Stirling Museum and Art Gallery, where they have the world's oldest football as well. Oh, excellent. And there's, there's a lot more about the football available online. I don't know why I didn't just make that the object. It would have been a lot easier. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, it's a sport that goes back a long way. It makes sense in Scotland. The lakes freeze. You can do it. You know, I think it's all there for us. Would you like to get into some statements? Yes. Okay. Statement number one. Big controversy straight up. It is disputed whether the game originated in Scotland or Flanders. I think Flanders is a place. Is Flanders the place of the Flemish? Yeah, isn't it? In the Netherlands, or is it? Yeah, southern oh. Southern Netherlands, northern Belgium coast, I think. Yeah, because you've got Field of Flanders. That's something and else. the uh, people in Bruges speak, are able to speak Flemish, I think. Uh, yes, yeah, statement number two. Statement number two. This is the, this is the big one. This is why we're all here. James the Sixth, you might Ooh. have heard of him on our podcast five or six times before, tried to outlaw the game during his reign. Is James the Sixth going to be another podcast enemy villain, historical villain? He is. It's just he's uh, public enemy number one of deceptively clever union. Oh, Thomas Edison. Oh, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Very important correction. <laughs> uh, 
I love that James literally slaughtered thousands and thousands of people for nothing other than being women. And Edison is still public enemy number one for murdering an elephant and stealing some ideas. Boy, do you put it like that? (laughs) Real bad. Uh, Statement three. (laughs) Statement three. Despite the long history of the sport, the first world championship was not held until 1959. Interesting. Right. Good statements. Good object. Big fan. Let's go. Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with the origins of the sport. I probably shouldn't have given you the option. I think it's important we go in order here. Um, (laughs) I want to go with three, please. So the object that we're dealing with is the best evidence we've got that it started in Scotland. It is the oldest physical artefact, which includes any mention in art or writing that anyone has. But the the only thing it's got is that it has a date on it. It could have been anything. They could have just written the numbers on them. Um, but naturally, Scotland claimed that they invented the game and popularised it. There are two paintings that come from Flanders which depict people on ice pushing stones with brooms. And they, both of the pictures date to 1561. And the Fra- Flemish, along with some other curling academics claim that the sport has a long history in the region before that and due to the strong trade ties that Scotland and the Flemish held during these times they they argue that they took the sport to Scotland and introduced it and therefore should be credited with its initiation and invention so what if this is the earliest in Scotland, what's there? Have they got any other claims earlier than 1561? Not in writing. There's no... The next stone that we have from Scotland was um, it was found in a lake more recently. Uh, that had 1541 written on it. Um, we don't get... No, sorry, 1551. And in, from 1541, we have the first written indication of it, which was from an abbey in Scotland. So we've got 1541 mentioned in writing. The actual word curling wasn't used until 1620, but that's okay because the game hasn't always been called curling. Yeah. So the Scots have got both a stone, two stones with dates that are earlier than the two paintings, and they're pretty happy with that. The Flemish claim is that they it's just that it wasn't formally noted, wasn't depicted in that. I just kind of feel like if it's in a painting it's more established than... Like, that's not really the first depiction of curling. It's not really the first game that's ever played if it's in a painting. Yeah, I feel, I feel like... like... It would be there earlier. It, yeah, they haven't painted the first game. And if you've just got a bunch of people on ice, you haven't had to give context as to why they're all standing on ice with brooms and rocks. So that that works in their favour. I, my, my I don't know, is, actually. This, yeah? this, this stone looks really, like, polished and, like nice and neat did they do that afterwards or is that like always been that polished because some of the like curling stones are just rocks with handles on them well they slide better when they're polished i know but this looks like it's done like i don't know it feels like if you this is the earliest stone it would be a bit more sort of informal a <laughs> bit more messed up yeah <laughs> i mean people in that in in your countries have not been overly respectful of historical artifacts 
Someone might have polished it in 1940 just because they thought it would look better. Um, I don't think... I'm not sure within this podcast we have the range of knowledge to dispute whether or not that stone is in fact a real stone used for curling. I think think we could perhaps speculate on from the Flemish perspective on whether it is authentic to the date that's on it. I don't know why it's polished. I reckon pretty quickly in the sport they all figured out that polishing them was a good idea and this one's got inscriptions in it which indicate it was probably like more of a serious game there probably were kids playing in park with just whatever rocks they found yeah how how long has this debate been going on is is this like uh hundreds of years of like people arguing over this or is this like a recent historical... nah, i'd say the last hundred years so it's more of like a historiography thing rather than i was reading articles that were written like, there was an article that was reproduced, it was written in the 80s, and then the other articles were from online publications. So, it just doesn't seem like they've been arguing about it for hundreds of years. I don't think anyone cared. The Canadian yeah. popularity of the sport, which we'll obviously get to a bit later on, uh, I think that contributed a lot to these kind of things. Before that, it was just a fun game played in respective countries. Yeah. Like, no one's arguing that I know of about uh, croquet, particularly at the minute. (laughs) I have always wanted to try curling. I've never played it. Me too. I was, yes, I was going to Canada to try it. Basically, that was the only reason I was going. Did you ever get to Canada? I have not been to Canada, no. I don't think I've been very good at this game. Um, For anyone who hasn't seen it, everyone has to have a go at throwing and everyone has to have a go at sweeping. And in order to sweep you basically shuffle sideways where your front foot slides and you push with your back foot, but the pace that they do it at is kind of astonishing and you have to be able to sweep really hard close to the stone and follow instructions from both the person who's thrown it and the person in charge at the other end. It looks far too stressful. You don't wear skates either. You wear, like, shoes with, like, special soles, don't you? Yeah, Yes, so you have a shoe that slides and a shoe that doesn't. It does look hard, um, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't look like it's a thing to be messed around with. I'm sure I've only ever watched either basically the Canadian Championships, men and women, and some world championships are the only things I've seen. I have, maybe at local level, it's not that fast-paced. I don't know. I also think that because you have to like you have to get very low on the ice to like throw the stone and also be able to push off the back, that you have to kind of have a level of flexibility that I don't have. So I'm sure yeah. that if I tried yeah. to throw it, I would just like be completely off balance and be holding onto the stone for dear life to like give me some weight to hold onto. Yeah, That'd the people terrible. who do it properly are basically oh, laid out <laughs> flat, on, flat to the ice um, on one leg with the other leg at the toe of the shoe. I'm sure you could do it in like a half kneel. And just let it go much quicker. But your your team might not be very happy with you. Um, I can see there's I've not got, a lot. I've got another to... question. Yeah, I've got sure. Question. Excellent. Who did the Who did the paintings from 1561? Oh Jesus! I did write that down. No, I don't know. I feel like I need to give you some more hard hitting questions. I'm not What's really very interested in um, things that make no difference to the story. Unless, like, the painter was a world-famous curler. What's the... Ob- where, where in Flanders? 
I also want to know if you think I'm making this up, what you think I'm currently looking at while I give myself <laughs> some thinking time. I, I knew this too. Peter Bruegel. Peter Bruegel. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I'm not familiar with his work, so I can't... <laughs> I don't think it's... Actually, this it's much more your aesthetic than mine. <laughs> I'll uh, judge that after we've uh, done true or false. Hmm. Oh, right. Peter Bruegel. On my little notepad. Yeah. See how I feel about my aesthetic. I mean, it's a statement that you can't really, like, I don't know. It's hard to unpack because, yeah, sure. It's just interesting that two countries are like... All of the statements are hard to unpack because nobody has taken any time to document any of this properly. And I think that's an injustice on this sport. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of makes me feel like... I feel like it's popular enough that people will have a definitive answer there. Yeah, or like... Well, I, all I wanted was a timeline to show when important things happened. Or, uh, oh, basically, Scotland been playing this game for, I don't know, God knows how long. Well, it's barely, years, ba- barely anything. Even at this point, yeah. I, I think it was pretty well established. Um, but yeah, the, like, the first club wasn't registered until 1700s. They just played it out on the ice. Yeah, I think I beat Goldscott. Ah, actually, that was a good point, John. Thank you. Um, one of the arguments the Flemish people made was that um, the spread of golf can be seen through the trading ties that they had with Scotland. They didn't dispute that Scotland invented golf, but they showed that the way that it spread through their region also would have allowed them to introduce something like curling. I kind of don't love it as an argument because that all it does is say, well, we gave you golf, we also gave you curling. I also think that it's like, it is such a sort of basic concept where it's get this thing closest to this thing that yeah, yeah, there is there is a there is a case where they might have just been playing it at the same time. I that's my always my preferred answer to these kind of debates. It's that it was just mutually exclusively invented. I suppose maybe the broom is a a bit more of an indicator that it's the same thing though. Yes, I'm I'm absolutely certain people have been sliding stones at targets for as long as there was ice and stone. It's just you would have to work out that brushing helps. Interesting. My brain, hmm. my brain's working. But we'll move on to statement two before we spend two on one. Good. It's about time we talked about James again. I love him. Well, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't love him, but I lo- love talking about him. You can't deny that the guy was interesting. You, you cannot deny that. What a what a wacky, wacky guy. What's, <laughs> what's he doing now, Justin? He's trying to ban curling. Wacky. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Did he think so it 15, was... 1591... <laughs> We don't have much on this. I'll just jump in. 1591, we've got the... Um, they had the official bishop decrees out of the church, which he was a big fan of, but basically it was just a list of things that the king had decided. And um, it outlawed or prohibited the trivial roaring of stones on ice from end to end. So I'm assuming that it's like, if it's not in the pursuit of some sort of godliness, then why are you doing it? Shall we just jump into the reasons that it was... Well, so basically James was known as being a very skilled sportsman. Um, He was very into golf and sounded good at it. It's obviously hard to tell whether a king was ever actually good at it because people just let them cheat and say that they won. Um, He was also an accomplished archer and horseman. And um, I read a, a quote which just said, We have no account of his prowess on the ice which I thought was a nice, polite way of saying probably wasn't that good on the ice. He seemed to have a strong preference. Yeah. Kept falling over and therefore banned it. 
<laughs> so scholars, oh, I don't know if we should call them scholars, people have speculated that um, he thought it was a waste of resources during harsh winters, that people shouldn't have been running around happy and um, spending time on that. Winter was a time to sort of bunker down and make sure everybody got through okay. Um, and it was also distracting people from their prayer and worship. He thought it was not a pursuit, we potentially thought it was not a pursuit befitting the Scottish people, suggesting that it wasn't a very noble game, which I guess you can understand, it is throwing throwing stones from end to end. Most relevantly to me, there was a suggestion that he thought the stones movement in an arc was not natural, and for anyone who's listened to previous episodes of Deceptively Clever, this logic was extended a little bit further when he wrote a book called, was it Demonology? John? Making claims regarding all sorts of uh, satanic nonsense. How else would you describe his thoughts on witchcraft? Oh, no, satanic nonsense sounds pretty good. Okay. Um, But I thought this was interesting because it shows that people had started to figure out how to move the stones sideways and curl them by this point. Because I always imagine this sport, in the beginning, you just threw the rocks and they went in a straight line or wherever the ice took them. But if the movement was unnatural, people have started to control its spin and arc, which I thought was interesting. So he's like, um, this is some sort of witchcraft on the ice. Yeah, it, it's not, it's not, it's not okay. You know, it's not God-fearing. The <laughs> final point... Their minds but, and their demon which, powers. Oh, I think the last point is probably the most likely. The suggestion was he wasn't very good at the sport um, <laughs> and <laughs> therefore nobody should bother. Hey. I believe that. Yeah. Do little, you... Sounds like a petty asshole. <laughs> if you were in charge, would you try to, like, ban rugby in schools or something? Like, just get rid of the stuff that you were no good at? Yeah, you wouldn't be allowed to do rugby. I would be declared the best football player. <laughs> or I'd you score, just set up I'd games all the where, goals. Yeah, you just score everything. Um, which I think... What else would I ban? Um, drama. I'm the best actor. <laughs> Well, I don't have to perform in front of anyone ever. <laughs> I agree that we should ban drama. I don't know. Um, I feel like it should be an extracurricular. Like, don't make people at school do it. And if other people want to do it at night time, good for them. And maths. I'm really good at maths as well. Okay, so maths is now a sport. Maths is now a sport. Excellent. And is subjective. <laughs> so that my answers always appear the, the best. <laughs> I would like to create some sort of, like, creative maths where you... You have to build a logic pathway to the answer. You just don't have to abide by um, rules of numbers or physics. <laughs> yes, I like that. And okay. it, it, surely that would just be an art form. Yeah. Well, there we go. Teach that in schools. I was there literally about to say we've got ourselves to astrology. Um. <laughs> yeah, oh no. Ah! Um. Well, there goes three listeners, so... What sign are you just... What sign am I? Oh, I've got a rising... Rising tide and a falling leaf, and then I'm just my normal one's just Scorpio. Someone once genuinely said to me, "I'm in a bad mood today because Mercury is in retrograde," and I, I've only ever heard that as a joke. And then when someone said it to me, I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde." Okay, like, it, it does exist. It it is it is a thing. Yep. I'm a Cancer, which always sounds really sad. It's a bad name, bad branding. Um, what? Do you see the... they tried to add another one? What? They tried to add a, a, a another astrology. Did they? What was it song? <laughs> Who's they? Uh, um, um, 
Is there a new planet? Did they add a new month into the year as well? Did they find a bunch of people who were born in this new month? Oh, it all started with the resurface story NASA discovered a 13th zodiac star. Oh, I see, I see. Because if you've said that it comes from the zodiac stars and then you find another one, you have to work it back in. It like, it basically, (laughs) I don't know if they stuck with it, but it basically shifted everything. So everyone's sign changed. (laughs) Which which just entertained me because then everyone's like, no, I'm no longer a... Maybe it, would be, or whatever. it could be scientifically provable if they had to adjust everything. I think well, I think NASA was involved. Oh, no, NASA, involved. NASA elegantly shuts down those new zodiac star theories. This is this is the problem with just briefly reading things on Google. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, James. Welcome the Sixth. again to deceptively clever a history podcast that's casual about the truth. What star sign is James the Sixth? Oh, uh, let me guess. Is he's a Leo? If he's not a Leo, then I'll go and quit. Let me just find out for you. Da, 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 da. Well, I hope oh, there's not Gem- a website Gemini. that tells you. A Gemini? Yeah. Don't know anything about Geminis. Do you know anything about Leos? <laughs> no. It's just my Egg. my joke. It's like, oh, that's such a Leo thing. <laughs> We're way off topic. Um, Yes, I think that he probably did find it because he's an idiot and an, an annoying and just a downright guess... bad guy. I do. As, as sad as I am about the prospect of it being banned, um, definitely wasn't the worst thing he did. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Um, there is a positive to this, John. I will say it was not very effective, but anyway, there is a positive to this. What do you think the positive might be? Um, golf got really popular. <laughs> uh, not a lot of golf is played on ice, icy lakes. No, basically the, the game did lose some popularity after the decree, as seen in a decrease in incidents in art, but the north in the highlands just continued to play. And eventually there was a rivalry established uh, where the North and South would meet each other to play. Teams from each would meet to play after James had moved on, presumably died, but maybe even after he'd just gone to England. Um, I love a sporting rivalry. It turns out it's very hard to ban people from playing with rocks on ice. Yeah, across a whole country. (laughs) Yeah. Where it's hard to get places anywhere. Yeah, you Um, can see people coming. It does remind me of... Oliver Cromwell, when he tried to ban everything as well. Yeah. It's never really... It's hard to tell whether it hasn't worked well for people or the people it worked well for just successfully banned their things and now we don't talk about them. (laughs) That's true, yeah. Confirmation bias. Survivorship bias. (laughs) What is it? Victor's right history or... Yes. Whatever that... Was that a Napoleon quote? Um, And then he said, let them play golf. There might be loads of sports that we could have played, but... James the Sixth mm. banned them. And they, I bet they were really fun as well. Or they involved, like, chasing witches. Yeah, people end up dying. Oh, no, who wouldn't have banned that? That, <laughs> that became the national sport. <laughs> uh, anyway, why wasn't there a championship until 1959? Just... Uh, f- fantastic question. What, uh, <laughs> the answer I have to that is why we got one in 1959. But, yes, why did no one think to get some countries together and play it? Everyone was still playing the sport as evidenced by the fact they were able to then create a world championship. But shall I just give you the story? Yeah, go for it. So we've got curling's very popular in Canada. People know that curling came from Scotland, unless you're from Flanders. They're sitting around a table and they're like, it's our job to sell Scottish whiskey in Canada. How are we going to do this? There is only one answer. We are going to create the curling rivalries of all rivalries. We're going to initially think about calling it the World Curling Championship. Then we're not. We're going to call it the Scotch Cup. And we're going to have everyone play for it. 
so they did. They just created a tournament for no reason other than as a marketing scheme. To sell whiskey. Yeah. And they called it Scottish whiskey in Canada. Is it always hosted in Canada? No. They then held it in Scotland for five years. Nice. Yeah. Where has it been hosted? Is it still going? Yeah. So now it's in... I didn't make very good notes on this because I used to watch anyway. It's held in Canada every second year now, and then it just rotates through the other countries. But I feel like Scotland hosts it more often. After Scotland held it for a few years, Canada did it once, and then it went Scotland-Canada for a while. But I think it's been held in other countries since then. So my question is, is when was the first Winter Olympics? Uh, I don't know, but I do know that curling wasn't in the Winter Olympics. And then it was introduced once, well before this, as like an exhibition event or like a not a really official thing. And it's only actually permanently in the Winter Olympics, I think. Please don't hold me, this to anyone. hold me to this, anyone. I think it was then later permanently introduced to the Winter Olympics after this 1959. Do you want me to look that up just to check that, or are you comfortable with it? Well, I was more curious that was this like the first form of international curling competition? Okay, yeah. And I guess if it was already at the Winter Olympics, they wouldn't be that stressed about having a world championship. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. Yeah, okay. But by the sounds of it, that it was the world championship first before it... No, I think it would have been played at a Winter Olympics before this but not regularly so it was included in the inaugural winter olympics uh in 1924 i think it's chamonix um it was a demonstration sport in 32 then it had a lengthy absence until 1988 so i was pretty well correct in my estimation there yeah that surprised me and i think because it's not that popular in, around the world. So I don't know about the Winter Olympics, but in the Summer Olympics, there are criteria where you have to be, it has to be a sport that's played in a certain amount of countries around the world in order to be allowed. So whilst curling's really big in Canada, it's big enough in America, Scotland, probably places like Norway, Sweden. Perhaps it's not that popular in, in all of the countries that participate in the Winter Olympics. Yeah. But obviously it's in there now and it's a big event now. So we got there. We got there, folks. Well done, everyone in the curling community, <laughs> including me and Justin. <laughs> Any more sport. questions on that one? Who won in 1959? Mm, I'm so glad you asked that. It's almost like I've teed you up for these questions. Scotland <laughs> did not win. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> Scotland did not win the men's tournament, and there was only a men's tournament. They didn't win until 1967. Oh, dear. Oh, dear indeed. Canada? Canada won. Aren't they the I'll best go, I'll go one step further. The US won the tournament before Scotland. Oh, dude, that's when you know you're doing terribly. That's it? when you know you've messed up. They've only got four states that can play it. <laughs> Is that a fact? Do they actually? No, that's not a fact. Oh. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm you can play it in Maine, New York, New Jersey, Chicago. Wisconsin. Yeah. Is Milwaukee up there? I don't know. What's the one next to I don't know anything about US Minnesota. geography. Hello to our listener in Idaho, and oh, hello to I think it's just, it's just the Idaho person at the moment from America consistently listening in. Well, on the ones that I have metrics for. God knows how hello. many are listening in on the other ones. Hello, Idaho. Hello, Idaho. Do you play curling? Please write in. Write in. I don't want any comments on the next Instagram post except for people telling us that they play curling, that they curl. <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if Michaela still counts herself as a curler. She's a long time out of the game. Was she a pro? She was very good. 
by all accounts. I've only ever heard Michaela say that, but she says she was very good. Sound a bit like James the Sick. <laughs> a little bit like that. She packed up her stones and went home. So was the competition 959 popular and did it sell a lot of whiskey? Um, I don't have sales figures, but I think it was a big success <laughs> considering they went straight ahead with the next year's. Yeah. Now I don't know which is the lie. I feel like it makes sense. You basically get the Canadian national team over to Scotland and then have everyone in Canada want to pay attention to Scotland and you just spend all of the time telling them how good the whiskey is. Yeah. That cannot fail. Was it like a specific whiskey company? Um, I rec- I think it was a, like a body. These sort of regions end up with a, a central body who coordinate marketing efforts in order to get the brand of a thing. So the wine regions do it as well. Rather than each vineyard spend money on marketing into America, you just chuck a bunch of money into in the middle and call it a membership, and then they spend those membership fees on marketing. I reckon it was that kind of thing. Interesting. Now I'm really struggling to work out which is a lie. You're what? Struggling to work out which is a lie. You're even considering it at this point? Yes. Good See, this heavens. Is, I, I can't stand it when you do this. Where Good like, heavens, man. Where you go, oh, God, it's hard. It's, how do you not know it? It's so easy. I'm like, what? Oh. <sighs> it's easy for you because you've got a big thing in front of you that says this is a lie. And you've probably got a blank sheet. You've got three pieces of paper, <laughs> two with full statements and one with just blank. And you go, based on my evidence, I know that this one is not. I haven't got that. That is true. You don't have that. I'd be impressed if you did have that, but... Put your camera on. <laughs> yeah. Show me, no- show me a notebook. <laughs> Just for context, we've had to switch to a different calling service, and the calling service wanted me to share my entire screen with John, which for a normal podcast would probably be quite handy, but for a competitive lying podcast, that would pose quite the issue. I'll tell you where my logic is at. I think two logic. is true. Okay. Because I think that I, I could just believe that a, a monarch who is very religiously motivated would try and ban things that, again, aren't likened to godliness. There is a little bit of a precedent for that around the world, yes. I can see what you're saying. Especially that guy. One. One. One where it's the origins. I feel like I feel like that you could just find a painting that has um, curling in or like you've gone for like early evidence of curling and you've made up this origin story. Right. And then three, you could just say World Championship. But I do like that it's Scotch whiskey. And also, I don't like that you didn't have a company ready. Right. And I feel like you tried to divert me with wine. However, I think I'm going to go with one is a lie. I actually for a second felt hurt that you said you tried to divert me. And then I was like, nah, hang on. That is the point of this. Okay, right. Right. You're locking in. You're locking in one. I'm just going to write down that in a big circle. <laughs> um, Is it on the blank look, piece of paper that has no evidence of? Yeah, it wasn't was a blank bit of paper. All I'd written was logic. It says logic one. Uh, one's wrong. Score stays at five three. <laughs> one is one is true. There is dispute and some very very serious articles written about it. Considering well, the imagine. amount of evidence we have. Unfortunately for you, you went straight ahead and claimed true on the one that I fabricated <laughs> entirely. Do you know what Basically. I, think it, I think it was James the Sixth that threw me and I was like, Well, it has to be true because I was it's like, James the Sixth. You're but obviously gonna like, you're gonna look at these statements. It's like there's two boring statements that just say something obvious and then there's an elaborate king. Trying yeah, to but I, I tend to think that the I tend to think that the fun one is true because then yeah. it's like the fun statement. Isn't it? I did hope that that, and it seemed like that might be a reason why I came across this as the object for you. 
So I did I hope so. That's... I am so terrible at this game. I had it's someone like... message me earlier and they're like, I'm doing much better than John, but please don't tell him. I'm just like genuinely terrible at it. I do think... I mean, that one just worked out well. I just That was everything I had on this particular lie that I'd made up. And you didn't ask any questions that were difficult. I'm not even sure that it is a bishop from the church that makes decrees. And I'm not sure that they're decrees. I also was worried that you would know the dates of things and know what James was up to in, 19, in 1591. Because I just wrote the number down. I was also worried that the statement, the trivial roaring of stones on ice from end to end, would not be a thing that sounded like a Scottish person would be saying at the time. God, I'm so They're... annoyed. Mm. Yeah, well, you live and learn. <laughs> when was the last time I got a point? <laughs> uh, I mean... I don't, I don't know. The last time... The last time you got a point... Well, it wasn't the Black Rooster. It wasn't the smell of vision Oh, God. I'm scrolling back through the episodes now in this notebook. Uh, it wasn't... You've the Emperor Fountain was your last point. Was it? You must have got a bunch in a row. I think I did. You got Body in a Box, Emperor Fountain. Did I get a movable ladder wrong? Oh, uh, maybe you got one in the ladder. It's terrible. Well, at least you're already on five. I'm still within reaching distance. For now. Look out for next episode where Justin gets another point. Oh, Just I haven't been now. on a very good run lately either. <laughs> That's true. This game's hard. I would like to know, genuinely, if you've made it this far and you're still listening, and you honestly guessed it right, I want to hear about it, because I feel like that was not a very difficult one. Yeah, I want to know, I want to know, honestly, if people are actually getting these right, because, are we just idiots? <laughs> no, I definitely have people, uh, that they do better than us, but obviously they don't have to be involved in the conversation, so it's much easier to tell. Um, and there's people I that also know do me. if people just go like, I bet that one's a lie, and then just off the bat, and they just know not to, because I just out-logic myself all the time. That's my problem. Yeah, well, that's okay. Ah, uh, yeah. It's alright. Live and learn it. Yeah, you'll get one one day. We'll do it again next week. Because now I've learned that there's debates around the origins of curling. B N. I will say, I forgot to tell you that yeah. if I got it right, I was going to treat myself with a beer, even though I had two glasses of wine yesterday, which is my two-day alcohol allowance. Um, if I got it right, I was going to get a beer, but I didn't even go first, so I think considering you did not get it right, I'll still have the beer. <laughs> I couldn't understand it either. That's okay. How are we feeling about statement one? Sort of, but it's a little bit robotic. A little bit robotic. Like, just then when you were speaking, it was like... Thank you for that rendition. Um, I'll probably just cut out most of the talk about curling and uh, <laughs> move on to statement two when you're ready. <laughs>